Hello, Rockzone listeners. Welcome to episode 39 of the podcast. Hope you're all doing well. What have we got in store for you today? Well, as the title might suggest, we've got none other than the UK marketing manager, Amber Ruddle, joining us today. And by us, I mean me and Tom. Ben, unfortunately, was cycling around London um, whilst this podcast was recording, so um, he misses this one. However, this is a great, great story of how Amber being one of the first employees in the UK for Hyrox, grew a community of around 100 people on Instagram to a 35,000 strong army of Hyrox enthusiastic people. Really, really interesting story. Um, as ever, we do press any Hyrox employee a little bit for some scoops, some pre-press released information and, uh, well, we get a little bit out of Amber, not too much, but uh, it's definitely worth sticking around to to the very end. The only other thing I'm going to say is, you've heard it in a previous episode, the rockzone.com, it's almost ready. And boy, oh boy, we are so excited to launch this. So hopefully, fingers crossed, next week, when you hear this intro, I'll be announcing that we've dropped it. Um, but in the meantime, I'm just going to have to hype it up a little bit more without any thing to show for it as ever follow us on instagram rockzone pod is where you'll find us send us an email hello at the rockzone we love hearing from you let's get into the episode rockzone in i would like tom to introduce this one please oh sorry ben's not Wait. joining us ben's cycling through london oh, yeah um, <gasps> why sorry honestly to i rushed home that. on the commute and my favorite one's not here yeah well so <laughs> left with the other so ones horrible <laughs> <laughs> Ben's the la- Ben's the last to join as well. But to be fair, I I actually yeah, haven't seen terrible. you Amber much at all. I feel very bad having not spent. Much you time haven't with you. been anywhere. I know every single well, event. You're but not the there. problem is the problem is I obviously if if you haven't heard I have injured myself so I can't be everywhere. <laughs> so. You can. You just have to to walk. A- there. Amber's Mind been injured for ages, and she's still I have, there. Although not oh, anymore. Yeah. Oh. Congratulations! Uh, well, maybe we should um, maybe we should start with uh, with a bit of an origin story then. So um, why don't I just do a very quick introduction? Um, <clears throat> okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Rock Zone. We are episode thirty nine or thirty eight. It could be either. I think it's thirty nine. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are joined by the wonderful Amber Ruddle. Amber, do you prefer Amber Zoe Ruddle or is it Amber Ruddle? Oh, I, I would say Zoe. Okay. It's a big difference. Okay. We are joined by the <laughs> wonderful Amber Zoe Ruddle from Hyrox UK. And um, without further ado, I think it's worth kind of just giving you the stage, Amber, to perhaps describe yourself and who you are and what you do for Hyrox. Brilliant. Um, okay. I am Amber. I joined Hyrox in August. 2021 and when we I joined Hyrox when as, I know, as such, athletes such a long time ago when God. I first met all of you <laughs> and I did all of the event services and the marketing for over a year over a year and now I head up marketing and it's fantastic it's great and is that Watched marketing grow the whole way is that marketing within the UK or marketing kind of more broadly as well? Um, mainly in the UK, but I work very closely with the global team 
for so we all kind of work together on what goes out on high rocks world um kind of like all of the stats all the data what works well what doesn't and that sort of thing yeah. brilliant and to start with then we'd like to just take a rewind or just rewind back a little bit like how double did click you on things double stop click on that it's my favorite thing to do um <laughs> how did you get uh, firstly how did you find out about high rocks and i guess like what was it that drew you to uh to to working at high rocks um i actually did not know about high rocks until i was working here so <laughs> oh no it, no 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 let's put it into context it didn't really exist to be completely honest i wasn't heavily involved in the fitness community in boxes and everything like that which is kind of where it originally was more focused in um, because we hadn't had any events and I actually applied to the mother company as a job um, which there weren't any going and then I had an email many interviews and then I got the job and that's where essentially I was kind of thrown into this world of fitness mm. and yeah it's actually been really fun for me because I didn't even know this kind of thing existed so I actually can speak for the people who have never been around boxes or um, been involved in CrossFit or have ever had that kind of community where um, you would be involved in this sort of thing or you would even hear about it. So, yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, I'd say. Mm. I mean, you are now the face of online representation of fitness. We uh, yeah. we've we've admired your admired your handstand journey for for oh. many many weeks now. What goes what goes on? Uh, what's the motive behind that? Yeah, what's your like fitness background? Uh. Like, how's how have you how how have you kind of yeah brought that into Hyrox? Um, I grew up playing probably every single sport under the sun, and then I had a very heavy athletic background. I was very involved in running. Um, I got very injured when I was 16 and essentially they kind of banned me from running. Um, and so I went into netball and then I went to university, fell out of love with fitness as a lot of people do, I know. But then, but then I got injured, which didn't help. And then, so my first year at High Rocks, I was completely up the count. No, the only thing I could do was lift a few weights and that was rather terrible because I would watch everyone go and do all of the exercises that I really wanted to do. Um, and then when I got the all clear, I started doing a lot of like functional stuff, mainly things that were slightly inspired probably by CrossFit. Then I started going more heavily into CrossFit and now I am fully training for High Rocks and training yeah. for CrossFit on the side. I really want to enter into turf games and as many hierarchies as I can do with netball, which is slightly proving to be a little bit difficult, but we'll get there. And Max and I are going to do one soon, aren't we? Yeah, we've, well, can you what? commit to it on online? I I can, I can commit to it. We will do one. Wait, wait, wait. It's so just... you guys, you guys are doing a mixed doubles? We are planning on doing mixed doubles, yes. Wow. Breaking news. Yeah. It's just whether Max can actually keep up with my really fast legs. 
Ooh, okay. I'm joking. Jesus. I hear the challenge. I'm literally five foot four. So is Tom. So that's fine. Yeah, true. I, I race with him. <laughs> yeah, we'll be a better match. We'll be a better match. <laughs> um, we'll be okay. Around. So there was loads of information there. Mm. Interestingly, I would like to know: Have you ever raced a high rocks? No, <gasps> not fully. I know, I know, I know. Wow, shocking you know revelation what? after in shocking all, revelation. In all fairness, I've done one relay, which was, I actually hadn't been cleared by the physio. I got roped in by Christian after working something like 16 hours. And um, it was when we were trialling out the pro weight. And <laughs> it was so terrible. <laughs> I chose I chose burpees and farmer's carry, having never done either of them before because... I'd never been allowed. Mm. Um, I did the farmer's carry with probably the worst form humanely possible, really. What's a, what's a bad form for a farmer's carry, though? Surely you just grip it and rip it. Hunched over. No, if you hunch over mm. and you don't hold them out to the side, you're just going to ruin your back because your spine will literally compress. Okay. Um, you need to be straight and walking with little steps and then you'll mm. be fine. But I was trying to walk kind of like longer strides and I was quite hunched over because the weight as soon as I got to 100 meters I was carrying 48 kilos and it was that was well over half my body weight and I just couldn't I could just couldn't seem to get into the right form mm. and at the end I realized I'd done in my back again <laughs> I was oh, out again for no. another another oh, six months no. but but now oh, now I use the right form this time. <laughs> no more of that. This time. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. I... Mm. Go on. I interrupted you. No, I was going to say, I do get that question from probably every other person that I ever speak to. And I always feel really embarrassed because I'm trying to kind of like say to them, this is not out of choice. I would have done one when I joined, but I didn't actually have the choice. But everybody just thinks I'm lying. Everyone. Mm. It is a convenient it's... excuse. I see that. I know. Okay. Yeah, but now I'm entered. Now I am entered. So no excuses there. Where Where set, can we follow set the you? record straight as well? You were in injured. Barcelona. You couldn't do it. Exactly. Okay. I am doing Barcelona. I'm first doing mixed doubles with Brett because neither of us have ever done a doubles before, and I can't really commit to any of the German ones because I'll be working. Hmm. Um, so we're going to do Barcelona. And then I'd really like to do Copenhagen, which mm. I'm very excited about, hopefully, because I'd love to go there. Um, mm. Yeah, that would be ideal. What are the, and so what are the, sorry, diverging slightly, what are the perks from what, for working at High Rocks? What are the perks? What do you get access to? What kind of like, what benefits do you get from, from being a worker that, that that means you can kind of enter competitions and things? Um, if, for example, why can't, race in any of the ones in the uk but once a year so in one season we actually all have to go and compete it is now <laughs> kind of comes with it's the mandatory. job you can't yeah you can't actually work here now unless you're competing unless you have a very very solid reason um probably more so that we can also talk from experience um luckily i have a lot of experience because i work a lot with everyone um but yeah, so I mean, I can enter into them for free, obviously, because I work there. 
Um, but also obviously. I'm pretty lucky because, obviously, because last year I flew to God knows how many. Um, I actually could have competed probably in about two thirds of them. Um, especially hmm. if you're if you're not if it's not your country and you're kind of sometimes you'll be kind of the core team, sometimes you'll be there'll be a little bit more kind of like leniency to go and compete. And most of us can do the relays as well at the end of the day, which is why you very much often see Christian and Mo just popping in to a uh, cheeky relay at the end with most of the team. Most okay. of the ops team, you'll find most of the op te ops team racing. That's really fun. Hmm really fun and we have a brilliant global team really they're just we all get along like a house on fire it's mm. yeah really good fun really good fun how 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 big is the is the team kind of globally then across every across every um all of the regions it's a bit of a tricky one because obviously i spend most of my time with when i first joined we had four in the netherlands um we had about 20 in germany and in the uk we had two then i no, we had three um now we're a team of six so i'd say probably the main core teams maybe 50 including the franchises i'd say about 80 70 80 oh. there's not that many but obviously licensees are a little bit different to all of us we don't speak with them every day it's not quite the same relationship as we have with each other hmm. just because we don't yeah okay i would like to we've we've heard a lot about who amber zoe ruddle is i would like to know more about what amber zoe ruddle does so you were there from the very start <laughs> in essence in the in the yeah. high rocks uk journey i would like to know how did you grow the community to like over 30,000 followers on Instagram now? I think it is. Um, yeah, 35. Oh, sorry. 35. Yeah. So how, <laughs> how, how did you go about doing that? Um, well, when we started, I think we had 100 followers, something like that. Nobody had any idea who we were, anybody. Everyone I spoke to, no one ever had any idea. I think... A big part of the growth of the actual community is being personal and actually forming relationships with people and them understanding that we were very much, we were a global company, but in the UK, it was essentially like having a startup. We had a lot of support mm. from Germany at our events, but for us, everything was like brand new. And so the main thing that I kind of worked with was actually understanding who our audience was and what they wanted to hear what they wanted to see, what would interest them. Um, and like I found quite a few gaps kind of in our market where a lot of our content from before almost seemed intimidating, I'd say the word is. I think when you look at the event in bulk and you look at it just written down, it just looks like this insane challenge that a lot of people wouldn't think they're capable of. And then you look at the world records and obviously there was a lot of stuff going around about Hunter, about Lauren, about everything like that. And they're running sub an hour. That's not doable. And nor is it an average of the majority of people that come along. Everyone that comes along is like an everyday athlete. I would say that probably over 90% of the people that race now will probably average an hour and a half to two hours. It's not 
it's quite actually it's an incredible achievement if you get underneath that. Um, All of the Roxo members have got underneath it. I know. And that's why every time I'm like, right, I must get this content of Max dying at the wall balls. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. No, nice. I'm joking. But really, it's been, I think, also I did a lot of almost like research with a lot of people where I would show them the account and I'd say, what do you think about it? What do you find engaging? I spent a lot of time researching in my own time. Um, kind of like what I found interesting as well, because obviously because I have the experience of kind of being outside that box and also not having that community. I was like, how can we target people like me who are fit enough to do it, but don't have anyone to do it with, mm. nor anyone to kind of like join them on their journey or anything like that. I think that was kind of the biggest barrier for a lot of people. And actually it probably still is because unless you have people there going, oh, go on, you know, I'll do it with you. You're maybe not mm. going to want to do it. Do you like have your have your principles around what it is that you share or promote kind of yeah like it sounds as though they've changed uh, mm. or at least you've formed them like do you have like a set of principles that you kind of stick to now uh when it comes to covering kind of hierox related information um yeah i focus well obviously the the difficulty is the platform is not an educational platform so i don't need to focus nor is it really the intention to educate people on kind of like how to compete but mm -hmm. what i think is really important is making sure that what people do understand is that everybody can do it you can walk it you can crawl it if you're in a wheelchair you can do it and i think what has been what i found personally is quite like motivating for people is to actually understand people's background and to see the stories of just really everyday people who have full-time jobs, how they fit in their training, you know, tips from ambassadors who have also come from different sporting backgrounds and have now kind of like found a focus. Um, but also I think the content that I focus particularly on capturing at events, but also outside of events is mainly just on people that look like they're having fun because I think that was an aspect that was slightly missing before because beforehand it was, we had a lot of very, very serious people coming and competing and obviously kudos to them, absolutely amazing. Um, but now we're kind of breaching a little bit more into just the general population of people that have an interest in fitness, but it's not their whole life. Um, and so that's really the content that I really enjoy getting actually is kind of like kneeling down by a rower and watching someone laugh and getting that on video that's that's a really enjoyable part of the job actually that's, that's really cool that's what makes amber smile so if you yeah, want to get if you want to get a, an exclusive snap then just make sure you're having you the just best have to time smile at me yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. hey oh, that's because i'll literally stay with you your whole race i'll be following mm. you around <laughs> yeah I think that leads me on quite nicely to my next question, which is mm -hmm. um, when you, I mean, I have a little bit more of an idea because we we, we get to see you in the media room, very stressfully mm -hmm. editing <laughs> posts and reels. Yeah. But um, what is it, what is it like? You, you, it's, it's event weekend, wherever it is in London, Manchester, Glasgow. What is it that you need to do? 
Um, oh god. Um, okay, so we travel up on Thursdays. Um, the week before an event is always really hectic because you've got to get all of the pre-communications out of start times, you know, where everything is in the venue you need to be working with. A lot of so on Friday, I'm typically there at 8 a.m., something like that, on like a setup day. Um, the whole crew is there. We can sometimes get there quite a bit earlier, actually. Um, and then essentially my job on the setup day is to capture content of obviously all the setup to make it look really cool and aesthetic and kind of hype people up, make sure I get all the partner content, obviously, um, to make sure everyone knows where everything is, to kind of show people in the easiest but not kind of overwhelming way where how the kind of layout of the venue is, um, and then to work with the MCs to get a really cool reel to put out beforehand, do a lot of briefing for a lot of the other media, um, and then make sure everything is prepared for the editing on the actual day and then on the day I'm there from 6am probably until about 1 to 2am in the morning Ooh, um big day. it's a the long shift yeah it's it's really good fun um but obviously so I work with typically I'll have a photographer and a videographer um then I typically will have the other marketing manager in uh Germany. He's called Chris. He's one of the best people I've ever met in my whole life. He is the epitome of calm, really. He never, never looks stressed. Um, you basically spend all day running around trying to capture videos, photos, everything um, of different divisions, different emotions, kind of making sure you get finish line, making sure you've got people of all ages, you know, and if there's any stories following them around or the partner content, everything has to go out on time but all edited, all the reels have to be edited, cut to the music, whilst you also have to be on your phone the whole time to make sure that if someone is, you know, anywhere near to breaking a world record or if there's a story, then you need to go and follow it. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I must admit, it is actually like my dream job because oh. I essentially get to spend a lot of time with incredible people I don't get to talk to many of them, but I do get to smile <laughs> at a lot of them. You get quite a few weird looks when you know when I'm telling someone to come on, you've got it, and they're on like, or I'll go, I'll go, you're nearly there, and they're on 150 meters of the row, and they're looking at me like, please, 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 ascend, be quiet. Um, I'm sure no, that's exactly day. how they say it. Please, 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 yeah. please, please be quiet. Please be quiet. I think it's more the the eyes. The like slight squint. That's why I get quite a bit. Um, but no, that's <laughs> I have a good team around me. I think everyone has very much their own jobs. I've worked in two different departments now. Um, so yeah, it's a really cool, it's a very stressful part of it to make sure that you've got everything because obviously if you don't capture something and then you realise you need it, then I've got to wait until the very next event to go and get that which can gotta, be got to get the money shot yeah yeah mm. got to get the money shots but so yeah. on on that you said you had one cameraman and one videographer is that it because there's yep. loads and loads of people yep. with cameras around but i'm guessing they're all sportograph then there yes yeah, so we have a team yep yeah, sportograph so they're essentially your official photography 
um they also they have like setups at each workout station most people don't know this actually at farmers mm. carry they're typically on the floor or they're attached to a fence um then they have about three of them who will kind of stay at one station and then they'll move around sometimes they have cameras on the running track um and they'll kind of get a lot of like automatic shots so they work with facial recognition that's how you can get your shots really quickly um they're a really really good team um and then i will have another photographer who's will mainly be capturing kind of like the mass participation side of it so like key moments at the finish line but mainly how the size of the event um and all of the like bigger shots and yeah they're they're very good i have really good photographers actually and then I have one videographer who will have a briefing of kind of like different things that I feel like are quite important to get. Um, and then those reels will kind of come out in the next like six months or so. They'll kind of be spaced out. Um, they're really good, actually. They We kind of like set out all the music beforehand so they know exactly kind of like what to get. Um, the kind of kind of feel of the videos as well because obviously you have a certain music that you need to fit to, you'll understand the vibe of it. Um, and that's actually changed quite significantly in the last year, kind of like the different feels of the videos as well. And then I'll be getting all of the, more of the individual shots and then some of the like generic shots that I can kind of reuse a little bit or take five of the same kind of shot. And then I can use them for lots of different reels. So all the reels that come out, say like two weeks after an event will just be content from you know like Birmingham or London or Manchester and then updated wow okay that's quite a lot to take in Tom yeah. you've been quiet you ask Amber a question yes Tommy was... very silent yeah well, I've just been taking it all in just taking it all in loads of content just this is we're creating content you create content mm. It's just everyone loves me. Creating content about content. Um, that's literally, yeah, very meta. So I was curious to ask, I guess, once, because we've been talking about, like, in-season, Hyrox-related mm -hmm. work, you know, uh, getting, like, the actual events themselves. But what happens in the off-season? What happens in the summer when, when there are no events? Like, what is what are you guys doing behind the scenes there? Um, a lot of the work in off-season comes a lot from like PFTs, academies, um, and then actually off-season can actually be one of the hardest times because you're trying to keep your audience engaged with no events. So it's not typically a time where somebody, when they're on holiday, will look online and find an event and think, oh, there's an event in two months. Oh, I'll go and do that one. And even if they did... In the UK, they're sold out, so they would have to be looking at something that's the nine months down the line or six months down the line and be looking to sign up to it. So kind of actually actively engaging people, especially when people are on holiday, the kind of engagement times also literally fly out the window. Mm. So it actually can be quite difficult maintaining the kind of activity that you are used to. And it... In a way, when when we had off-season from, it was right at the end of May, and we're kind of off until like mid-August. I say off, like when not the season for us is kind of in, in a bit of a lull. Um, you actually start to really miss it because 
Mm. You go from being around all of these people that I don't actually get to spend a lot of time with. Um, and then all of a sudden you don't have an event for four months and it feels really strange, really, really strange, especially when I was very used to traveling a lot and spending so much time, like just full on all the time to then go into a time where like, I could take holiday. It was baffling actually. Um, so hmm. yeah, we do a lot of work kind of like behind the scenes to really kind of, it's actually quite a fun time to learn as well, to learn about what people want to hear more of. It's a great time to ask people questions and to figure out, you know, do you want to come and do workouts? Do we, do you want to have more of a community base? Um, that sort of thing. So I learned quite a lot about people actually last summer. So that was really good fun. And, and also that's where our launches come out. Okay. So and the price on rises. That, and the price rises. Yeah. There <laughs> <laughs> won't be as many as them. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, on that note, what, if anything, have you got planned for this summer? So there's like rumours of the PFT perhaps being mixed yeah. up. Any exclusives? Mm-hmm. Any exclusives yeah. that you're working on? This is the place to, to unfortunately year. spill them, this which you shouldn't spill do. The Dean's moment. <laughs> ah, I can't. I, I actually really can't give you much information on that. There's there's new things that are coming out in the next few months um, that are exciting. That's too vague, Amber. We need we need some exciting new things. Okay, we Come will on. have we will have detail. more variety next year. There will be is that more variety more in the races from in races and pfts we'll be moving pfts around as well obviously at the moment we've mainly focused in like glasgow uh, manchester birmingham and london because obviously we go to those places for all of our events um we will be launching at some point in the next few months um which i'm really excited about actually got a very good launch strategy going on and i'm excited to see kind of like how the community guesses this time everyone got very involved last time so got a new strategy coming out i can't give you any more information on anything potentially new but they will be fully launched in other countries as well and i'm hoping that we'll see more of a kind of like global reach obviously you guys travel a lot and we've seen more of like a UK based travel to like different places, because if you have only ever competed in the UK, it is such a different experience to going abroad, to go to America. Mm. It is so different to go to Europe. It is so different because there are different race laws, different setups, vast difference in the number of participants, which makes actually a big difference to your race. So. But I thought all races were standardised. They are standardised, but we can't standardise the same number of participants, Max, can we? Uh, You can't standardise the atmosphere. No, we can't. We can't The Brits just do atmosphere well. We just do the atmosphere better. And the Brits cheer for everyone. Not that everyone else. (laughs) Who doesn't cheer for everyone? (laughs) True, true. We have listeners listeners across the world, Amber. You can't be insulting everyone by saying, Hoorah, rule Britannia. Okay. Who out of outside of outside of your outside of um, the UK events? What's your yeah. what's your favorite event? Oh, okay. Um, I love. There's actually two venues that I love, and this isn't even necessarily about the event. 
the Maastricht venue mm -hmm. is the best venue ever. It may be slightly in the middle of nowhere, but really it's just beautiful. And that was that was actually incredible. The atmosphere at the World Championships is also something that just cannot even really be described. Unless you've been there and you kind of understand what the opening ceremony and like watching the Elite 15 is like, that's just, you kind of stand there in awe a little bit actually. Um, mm. And I love the Amsterdam venue. It's in such a central location. It's mm. really airy. Um, it's usually like a two lap course, um, which is also just makes it really cool. Um, and it's just lovely people, actually. It's just really nice people. The Dutch people. are nice people. They are. They're nice. just lovely. Yeah, okay. really friendly. So double double Dutch. You you, mm. you chose two. Double up and Dutch. Yeah. 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 Holland based locations. Okay. The US locations are slightly different. They're because some of them, it's I'd never really been in a US kind of like conference hall before. And everything is carpeted, which I didn't expect. You don't get I've that I've seen in the UK. that, actually. Yeah, I've seen mm. that. Interesting. Interesting. It's very interesting, yeah. Okay. Well, I think I have a few more closing questions. Um, starting with the High Rocks Christmas Party hasn't been far gone. And I would like to know what your boss, Christian Tetzka, is like on a night out. Oh, oh that's a great question do you know what christian is the person who actually will make the life of the party even if you don't want it there he is one of the funniest people every so our christmas party this year was challenge based um and we played, explain yeah, explain it was a, explain it was you you are put in your teams everyone is there in their <laughs> lovely outfits and you we played bowls we played um, table football, obviously with flowing drinks. Oh um, we played snooker and we played shuffleboard. I found out I am really bad at pool, um, okay. but I'm very, I'm very good at bowls. Okay. So at bowl, nice. It, yeah. So it went on from two in the one in the afternoon until about four or five a.m., which is very typical of Christian. He, him and Mo actually are probably two of the most fun people I've ever gone on a night out with because, yeah, they just bring a lot of fun, like everything. Nobody could be bored, even if you're not drinking. We had a couple of people there not drinking um, and they had such a good time because it was just a really good atmosphere. But no, he mm. wants to go out every event. Yeah, really good oh, fun. Oh no, your boss wants to take you out drinking. What a yeah! What an absolute what a sad, sad life you have to live. <laughs> oh my god! Um, oh, I anyway. have, I have uh, one more final question that I'd like to ask before we wrap up, and that okay. is: once you have completed your first high rocks and you've joined the high society, mm -hmm. what is going to be your post-race cheat meal? And I need <sighs> a main course. A dessert and a drink, please. Oh, a drink is a drink is quite easy, actually. I would have a margarita. Hey, nice. I love okay. margaritas. Top top tier drink. My pudding. Oh. I like the I, I like the order that you're what going in here, Amber. You're kind of like reverse <laughs> reverse order. Uh, Do you eat pudding, pudding first? 
if there was pudding there and I was hungry, I would eat pudding first. Nice. Um, do you know what? I really am starting to like a tiramisu at the moment. Oh, we've had Ooh. that before. Mm. That, Who said tiramisu? Was that Christian's yeah. choice as well? It's yes, really, it was. Minds, a great really, minds. really nice. It's not too heavy. Yeah, I really like a tiramisu, actually. Mm. And my main course... Oh, my main course would have to be a chili con carne. It's so basic, uh, but you actually can't shit. get any better. No, it's not. You can get significantly better. Who's, who's, who's chili con carne, though? Oh, I actually would probably choose my own. I think oh, I make an incredible chili con carne. Do you know what, It's only because I haven't made it for you that you're feeling so. Oh, yes, it's please. Un- it's Max. unbelievable. The thing, uh, unbelievable. Like forewarning, Ben and Max are notoriously picky eaters, Amber. So, um, well, I, I'd have? love it. I'm sure I would love it. But Ben and Max I'll bring you are, some are Tom, hard then. to please. They're hard to yeah, please. I, I think. I think I won't need. I won't need convincing. But Ben and Max may do. So maybe the next event, if you've got some spare. Mm. Yeah, I'll make some beforehand. Bring I'll bring up to you, Tom. Yeah, just one. Perfect. Not if for, I if, if I'm there, if I'm there, I may not even. You be have there, to be so. there. You ha- are you going to? Are you going to Manchester? Yeah, I believe so. That's the plan. That'd be wonderful. We don't do plan. Definitely, definitely Glasgow. We'll definitely oh, be there yeah. in Glasgow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So excited right. about Glasgow. So, so are we all. I think at this stage, we're going to have to call time and um, thank our esteemed guest, Amber Zoe Ruddle, very, very much. Would you like to shout out, other than the High Rocks UK Instagram page, do you want to shout out your own one? Should we, should we not shout that one out? Do you want people following? Oh, do you know what, actually? I think 60% of my followers are from High Rocks. Actually. Mm. Yeah. Right, so, well, do you want to build your personal brand? Out. Do you want to shout your own? It is uh, <laughs> Amber Zoe Ruddle if you want some really good High Rocks workouts. Oh, really well, good. We... Inadvertently said that about five times already by saying your whole name. Okay, Amber Zoe Ruddle. Very true. Very true. Okay. You feel an absolute delight. Tom, would you like to close it off? Uh, Well, I think you've already closed it off. There's not much more for me to say. Uh, Amber, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us. You've been a a real, like, amazing... um, You've just done such amazing stuff for us over the last, like, six to nine months of of building uh, the Rock Zone. So thank you for all of your help and support that you've um, given us and um, actually also giving us support when we did our first races. I remember you smiling and giving us high fives in our first, like, mixed (laughs) mixed doubles, in our first men's doubles. So um, yeah, big up. You do you do do that, um, and I look I forward to being on the inside again of the track and getting a high five from Amber. But you smile particularly bright for us, yeah, for your favourite boys. Yes, I do. Nice. Give you some heart. Okay. The heart. Well, three, two, one. Roxanne right. out. Oh yeah, Roxanne out. No, got to say Roxanne out. So. Gotta say Roxanne it. Roxanne out. Roxanne out. Yes. Okay, that's good enough. Oh, sorry. That's good enough. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, okay. right.